Thanks for tuning in. Ham Talk Live will be on the air shortly. Please stand by. Thanks for tuning in. Ham Talk Live will be on the air shortly. Please stand by. This episode of Ham Talk Live is brought to you by Tower Electronics. For cables, connectors, and more, call 920-435-2973 or visit pl-259.com. And buy the ham station. Get your new radio or antenna by calling 800-729-4373 or go to hamstation.com. Hey, good evening, everyone. It's time for Ham Talk Live. It's episode number 83, The Handy Hams, recorded live on Thursday, September 28th, 2017. I'm your host, Neil Rapp, WB9VPG. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Ham Talk Live. Tonight, we're joined by Lucinda Moody, AB8WF, from the Courage Kenny Handy Ham Program. And we'll talk about how they bring ham radio to people with disabilities and uh, some of the resources they have. And we'll take your questions by telephone and by Skype live in just a few minutes. Well, last week uh, here on the show, Scott Westerman, W9WSW, was here. And uh, he's from Michigan State and was talking about public relations for ham radio and also the Great Lakes HamCon coming up here in uh, just another week or so. And we talked a little bit about the uh, CARI, the uh, ARRL College Amateur Radio Initiative. So if you missed that, make sure you check that out. Just go to hamtalklive.com and you can play that. And we are also on the podcasts. So if you get your favorite podcast app, like uh, iTunes or Stitcher or Google Play, TuneIn, SoundCloud, iHeart Podcasts. Uh, we're on all of those, and we're also over on YouTube and some others. Uh, pick it up as well, um, Overcast and, and some of those. So uh, make sure you check that out. Well, just before we uh, take our, our break here and talk to uh, Lucinda, just wanted to say uh, Godspeed to the... Uh, the crew of 50 ham radio volunteers that uh, just arrived in Puerto Rico a few hours ago uh, to help the American Red Cross with uh, disaster communications over there. Um, and uh, our prayers are with all of the victims of the recent hurricanes and those who are volunteering to uh, help bring things back to uh, some kind of order. So, uh, you know, uh, Val's over there and Andy's over there and some others. And so, uh, we want to we want to um, have a safe trip for them and uh, hope to hear them and they can do some good work and uh, and get home soon. So um, keep them in your prayers and uh, 
hopefully they can uh, they can do a lot of good over there in Puerto Rico and they've been getting a lot of press coverage uh, lately with that too so uh, be sure to you watch um, social media and some of the websites um, for the latest updates uh, health and welfare well yeah if I could talk health and welfare traffic has been pretty busy and so um, there's some suggested ways to do that um, and some ways that you can help so uh, keep an eye on that and um, and give them a hand well let's uh, let's talk about uh, giving uh, people with disabilities a hand with uh, handy hams get your questions ready to go and uh, we'll open up the phone lines after we talk to Lucinda but let me go ahead and give you that phone number so you can have it we'd uh, love for you to call in and and uh, ask questions or comment tonight. That phone number is 812-NET-HAM-1. It's 812-638-4261. Or you can Skype us. Uh, we're Ham Talk Live on Twi- or on uh, Skype and also on Twitter. Uh, you can tweet us. Uh, Twitter handle is at Ham Talk Live. So uh, we'd love to hear from you tonight. So uh, we'll give you a chance to do that but first we'll talk to uh, Lucinda and uh, let you get familiar with Handy Hams if you're not already and we'll do that right after this word from Tower Electronics right here on Ham Talk Live. This episode of Ham Talk Live is brought to you in part by Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics has been the Ham's dime store since 1978. When you need connectors, mobile and handheld antennas, cables, or adapters, visit Scott or Jill at a HamFest near you. Or you can order online at pl-259.com or call 920-435-2973. Stock up on those supplies like PL-259 and end connectors, SMA adapters, audio cables, soldering supplies, mobile antennas, and ham sticks. Their silver-plated end connectors are even used on the International Space Station. Tower Electronics carries MFJ, Comet, Daiwa, OPEC, Workman, and HamPro products. And don't miss their 0% off sale going on now. Tower Electronics, online at pl-259.com. Proud to sponsor this episode of Ham Talk Live. We're not sure what's up with the fifth dentist, but four out of five dentists recommend listening to Ham Talk Live. Thanks once again to Scott and Jill at Tower Electronics for sponsoring the show tonight. They're back out on the road again, helping uh, bring you Ham Talk Live. They're in Belton, Texas on October the 7th. And then they'll be down in Melbourne, Florida on the Space Coast, October 13th and 14th. You can give them a call if you're not going to be at one of those ham fests. It's 920-435-2973. Or you can visit them online, pl-259.com. And uh, tell them you heard it on Ham Talk Live and, and give give Scott a hard time for me. Well, anyway, we're on the air here on Ham Talk Live every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Right here at HamTalkLive.com and uh, also on those podcast things. So check that out. Well, on uh, June 26th, Lucinda Moody, AB8WF, became the program coordinator for the Courage Kenny Handy Ham program, uh, taking over for Patrick Tice, who retired after 25 years of service. 
Lucinda holds an extra class amateur radio license and has been a handy ham volunteer since 2011. Um, she has served as an instructor at several radio camps and worked with Handy Ham members online. Outside of the Handy Ham program, she served as a volunteer coordinator for local Salvation Army Emergency Disaster Services, including Incident Command, Communication Specialist, and Recruitment and Training of Volunteers. And this year, Handy Hams is celebrating their 50th anniversary. So, uh, we want to talk about that a little bit, and and she let the choir out early tonight to be on the show, so we we uh, appreciate that. And Lucinda, welcome. Well, thank you. Um, I don't know if the choir's happy or sad about getting out early, but uh, thankfully they worked with me. Yeah, yeah, we're trying to schedule it, and it was like, well, we we got choir practice starting. We gotta we gotta do that. So so thank you for uh, for rearranging things a little bit to. Uh, to come on the show. So 50 years of, of service. So tell us how, how this all got started. Well, 50 years ago, so 1967, if you can believe that, uh, Ned Carmen, he was W0ZSW, and that is a call sign that the uh, Handyham Club still has, um, was working with people in Rochester who had disabilities. Um, and he realized something was missing Yes, there was lots of services for people with disabilities, but there wasn't things that involved a social hobby. You know, that's that's the part that was not there. And so he realized amateur radio would work. Amateur radio would allow people to be identified by a call sign instead of disability. And so he enlisted the Sisters of St. Francis to help him out, and that included Sister Alverna. Lots of people who know the history of the program know her. She was W-A-0-S-G-I, and she was the former, one of the former education coordinators for the Handyham program. So, you know, it kind of started Rochester. It seemed like it was just going to be a little program, and word started spreading. And, you know, some of the things that you think are going to be little don't stay that way. And the Handyham program was one of them. Um, it quickly got bigger than they could handle. They didn't have the infrastructure to deal with what was happening. And so they sought help from the Minnesota Society for Crippled Children and Adults. Um, and that's what later became Courage Center. And at that point, they just helped with money and equipment, um, kind of given a little bit of help in the background. But as the Handyham program spread, not just in Minnesota and Iowa and, and uh, Wisconsin area, but throughout the Midwest and then throughout the world, it was clear they needed a whole lot more help. Um, and that's where it became an official Courage Center program. Um, and so the Minnesota Handyham system, which is what it was known as back then, merged with Courage Center. Um how it got to where it is now in 2013, Courage Center then merged with Sister Kenny Rehabilitation Institute. The two had worked together quite a bit over the years, um, so this was a natural merger to take place. And then um, because Alina Health already had a relationship with Sister Kenny Rehabilitation Institute, um, the Handyham program essentially then became part of Alina Health. So currently we're housed under the assistive technology department, um, which is a really great fit with amateur radio because 
when we need assistance in making amateur radio technology available to people with specific disabilities, they're the right people to help. Very good. Well, I, I've remembered Handy Ham since, since I was a kid. Uh, uh, we had some um, people who uh, were blind and uh, wanted to get into ham radio. And, and so we modified, you know, some of the Morse code testing and, and helped uh, some of those people uh, become licensed. And, and Handy Hams was there to give some assistance. And uh, just a, a couple of years ago, uh, right here in uh, in Bloomington, we had uh, someone that uh, that needed some assistance uh, like that, and and was able to get a radio and and get some get some help. So it's been a, a great fifty years of of assistance, and it's grown. And so so now you're actually under uh, like a, a medical group. Then is that is that what the uh, line of health is? Yes, Alina Health runs um, hospitals and clinics throughout Minnesota and western Wisconsin. So uh, it's quite a big organization, which is nice because we can kind of lean on them for some assistance as well. Very good. Well, um, tell us what kinds of services you have uh, for people with uh, different disabilities and, and what, what you all do. Well, um, interestingly enough, as uh, um, with just coming on, I've been doing interviews and talking with members to find out what they wanted because the program was uh, basically in limbo for about 18 months between when the previous person um, retired and I came on. And uh, the most popular thing is the weekly e-letter, um, which is also made into a podcast. I uh, People really look forward to that. Um, we provide that to anyone who requests. You do not have to be a member to get that. Um, what we do have also is a large section in our website that is members only. And there we're able to put things like training materials um, tutorials, things that will help people get their license, develop operating skills, that kind of thing. Um, one of the big things is that about two-thirds of our members are blind or visually impaired. So our website is really aimed at being accessible for them. While we serve people with any type of disability, we kind of have a niche market there because there aren't a lot of other resources for people um, who are blind. So we have everything recorded. We have pictures described. Um, our tutorials, we try to get, try to have members that are blind do those because somebody who has lived it will do a better job at making a tutorial for somebody else who is living that experience. And, uh, making that available um, to people. Also, there's a email list for members who choose to be part of the Handy Ham Radio Club where they can talk to each other and say, hey, you know, uh, this radio is accessible or this radio, if you do this, you can make this modification and now this will work and, and uh, that kind of thing where people can help each other. Um, we do offer license class study materials for technician general and extra we cover a lot of different topics in operating skills. Um, 
And we run a daily net, um, actually sponsored by the Handyham Radio Club. And the purpose there is to give people an opportunity to get experience on the air in a safe environment. We don't run a highly structured net or one that's meant to be intimidating to people. We want people to feel welcome and enjoy being social on it. Um, That's, like I've said earlier, an important thing for people with disabilities. Um, We refer people to local clubs, um, helping them find clubs in their area that they may not be aware of. and one of the things that the, we're working on bringing back is radio camp. That's very popular popular with a lot of different members. And it serves an important part of giving us the chance to have one-on-one assistance for people, that chance for people to get their hands on a radio that maybe they were thinking about but they're not really sure and have a chance to try it out, a chance to learn some on-air skills with somebody right there to help you. Um and so we're working on bringing that back hopefully next year and uh there i get a lot of requests every week about are you bringing radio camp back so we're working on it um the equipment loan program again we're having to kind of reinvent that um years ago when the handy hand program had five staff we could have that all in-house And now it's me and Nancy, our secretary, and there's only so many hours in a week. We can only get so much done. So working um, on getting the equipment loan program back up and running, but using multiple volunteers in multiple locations so that we can still serve members um, and get them what they need and also provide a place for people that want to donate their old equipment. Okay, very good. Now you're, I'm presuming, um, you know, with your, your visually impaired, um, you're looking for radios that have some kind of, um, definite feel to them and, and more knobs and less buttons and, and has that, uh, frequency readout that, that will, you know, tell you what frequency you're on and speak it rather than, than just a, a display. Um, do you have like a list of radios that are more accessible to those people? Um, we kind of know, I mean, at this point, Kenwood has basically the most accessible radios, um, of any of the manufacturers. We're hoping to get some of the others on board. We'd really like to see that. Um, obviously a touchscreen radio doesn't work that well for a person who's blind, but there are some ad- adaptive equipment that we can get for them. Um, so there's still even some options there. Um, it's, it's been interesting to see some of these new cheaper radios are, are actually decently accessible. Um, but then I will tell you the, the greatest, latest and greatest, um, HT out of Kenwood is the most accessible thing I've ever seen. You can power it up. If you hold the pound key down and you power it up, it comes up talking. So, um, I tell people if you have an option that that's a great radio to get if you're visually impaired. And obviously we have people with other disabilities. Um, and that's where sometimes we come up with things like, um, adaptive switches that they can 
access um, things like sip and puff keyers uh, to allow people to do Morse code where they aren't able to use their hands. Um, we had one guy years ago that sent sent uh, Morse code with his foot, and and a very large keyer was made that he could use with his foot. So there you go. Yeah, yeah, great. Well, uh, let's uh, tell people how to uh, get in touch with you if they have a need um, or um, need to be, you know, referred to the program or if they want to refer someone or, or uh, maybe donate equipment. Let's, uh, let's tell them how to do that. Well, you can always phone the program. Um you can reach us at uh, 612-775-2291. That'll get you to Nancy, who can then uh, pass you on to me if, if necessary, um, or some of the stuff she can just handle as far as donations, getting people set up with a membership, that kind of thing. Um, membership in the program is extremely affordable at $12 a year. You just can't beat it. And uh, we've done that to make it affordable for people with disabilities because um, we, we don't want people to be left out. Uh, you can always reach me via email at lucinda.moody at alina.com. That alina is A-L-L-I-N-A. Um, and uh, we get packages in the mail, so I'll give you the mailing address because people just package up equipment and send it, so it does happen. Um, our mail route is 78446, and if you don't put that on there, the packages go somewhere in Alina, but don't get to us very quickly. Um, but our address is 3915 Golden Valley Road in Golden Valley, Minnesota, and our zip is 55422. Okay, and you said uh, the website has a members-only portion and a public portion, correct? Correct. You can always, anyone can go to handyham.org and check out the public um, portion. There's all of our e-letters are up there and, and announcements for the, for people and whatnot you'll find there. Um, but when you want to get into things like the study materials and that kind of thing, then you need a membership so that you can get into the members only section. Okay. Very good. And then uh, how can hams help? You mentioned, you know, donating uh, equipment and uh, you're looking for some of that um, that you can uh, make use of uh, one way or another. Uh, but are there other ways that uh, hams can, uh, can volunteer and, and help your uh, organization? Well, one of the things is uh, get your local club to become a Handy Ham affiliate. Um, that means that we know that we can refer our members to your club. Uh, you have people in your club that are willing to Elmer people um, and uh, take the time, have the patience to work with people who have different abilities, um, maybe need different type of assistance than they're used to giving to someone. Um, so we're, we're looking for that, kind of spreading that out so that lots of people can be there to help. Also, with volunteering, um, putting together things like a radio camp or dealing with donated equipment, we need lots of people that like to play with donated equipment or maybe even make a trip to radio camp and come and uh, help us out for a week. So uh, 
There's also, in volunteering, we need people to read materials that will be put on the members-only section of the website. So if you've got a good voice and you like to record yourself, we got a job for you. Um, we can always use you as a volunteer. So, and of course, you know, if you, if you got money that you just don't know what to do with, we take that too. Yeah, I, I, I would presume that you would. So that's, that's a good deal. All right. Well, there you, you've got a, a snapshot of what, uh, Handy Hams does. And by the way, that's H-A-N-D-I-H-A-M, uh, Handy Ham. And that's dot com, right? Uh, handyham.org is our dot website. Org. Okay, dot org. Yeah. Okay, very good. Well, uh, you can check that out and, uh, and get some more information. But uh, now we're going to give you a chance to call in and, and ask right now. So, again, uh, the phone number is 812-NET-HAM-1. That's 812-638-4261. Or you can Skype us or uh, give us a tweet at Ham Talk Live And um, you can ask your questions right now with uh, Lucinda Moody. Uh, AB8WF. She's the program coordinator of the Courage Kenny Handyham program. And uh, we'll be back with her to take your calls right after this from the Ham Station, right here on Ham Talk Live. This episode of Ham Talk Live is brought to you by the Ham Station. For over 37 years, the Ham Station has sold new and used radios, antennas, accessories, and equipment to hams everywhere. Give Dan or Jeff a call at 800-729-4373 or order online at hamstation.com. Ham Station carries all the major brands like Icom, Yezu, and Kenwood, and they have a wide selection of radio scanners, MFJ accessories, Heil Sound products, and Amplifiers by Mirage and Ameritron, Kushcraft antennas, and more. Easy online ordering is at hamstation.com or call 1-800-729-4373 to place an order and talk it over with the experts. The Ham Station, proud to sponsor this episode of Ham Talk Live. Everyone in the audience on Ham Talk Live today is going to get one of my favorite things you get a 5-9! You get a 5-9! Everyone gets a 5-9! Join the conversation. Call us on voice with Skype at Ham Talk Live or give us a call at 812-NET-HAM-1. That's 812-638-4261. Now, here's more Ham Talk Live. Welcome back to Ham Talk Live. The Ham Station has you covered. Uh, they've got new equipment, used equipment. Uh, just give them a call. They they keep a nice list of their used equipment on uh, the website, hamstation.com. You can check that out. Um, you can also give them a call at 800-729-4373. And... Uh, Make sure you check out Ham Talk Live Thursdays at 9 p.m. Eastern Time at hamtalklive.com. And uh, check out our Facebook page, Twitter feed, and Instagram. We try to put some entertaining stuff up there. Just uh, search for Ham Talk Live. So it's time now to take your call. So if you've been waiting to call, now is the time to do that. If you have a question about handy hams, give us a call at 812-NET-HAM-1, 812-638-4261, or get on Skype or Twitter and look for Ham Talk Live and send us a message, or 
give us a call on Skype. Any of those will work and uh, get to us here as we have uh, Lucinda Moody, AB8WF, with us tonight. So give us a call, 812-638-4261, 812-NET-HAM-1. Well, while we're waiting on uh, some of those calls and tweets uh, to come in, um, I noticed on your website that you do have some remote stations available. And, um, and a lot of times, um, you know, people may not be able to, to have antennas uh, where they are, are living and, and uh, have some of those challenges. And so the remotes can, can overcome some of those challenges. So why don't you tell us a little bit about the, uh, the remotes that you have available? Well, right now we're running two remote base stations. One is located physically in Woodbury, Minnesota, and the other one's up north um, near Lake George, actually. And uh, like you said, for we have a lot of members that have had to move into locations where antennas aren't an option. And so the idea is to come up with something beyond things like Echolink uh, where someone can actually operate HF, but with the equipment in another location. Um, right now, the stations, unfortunately, have limited accessibility for people that are blind. Um, the software that we're using isn't as accessible as we'd like. So we're working on figuring out how to address that and also looking to test out some other remote base equipment that might be more accessible just to find out. Um, when I moved here, I left a beautiful antenna farm in Michigan, which is really a sad thing, and uh, moved into an apartment out here. So I am um, working to set up a remote base there to test out some other equipment and see what, what might be maybe more accessible, see if we can come up with something. And it may be that in the end we actually offer more than one type of remote base for our members so that we have the different types that are more appropriate for different individuals. All right, very good. So you've got a chance to uh, to do that. So even uh, you know people that are in a nursing home or an assisted living facility and, and they can't uh, – uh, get antennas or, or, you know, an apartment or something that where the antennas aren't possible, you, then you've got this option for them. So uh, some great options there, and uh, hopefully you can, uh, can keep improving on all of that. Uh, the number, again, is 812-NET-HAM-1, 812-638-4261. Please give us a call or Skype us or tweet us and... Uh, Ask your questions about handy hams, or if you uh, you know of a situation uh, where um, there's some assistance needed, um, and there's something you want to ask about that, why uh, give us a call, and we'll uh, we'll see what we can uh, come up with here. Uh, again, that number is eight one two six three eight four two six one. Well, you mentioned the the e uh, letter. Um, that uh, comes out once a week, and, and then uh, you have that converted into a podcast, and, and we, we, we do that podcast thing too. Not only are we live, but we do uh, do a podcast. So tell us about the podcast and uh, where people can listen to that. Well, actually, if you go to the weekly e-letter, there's always a link to the podcast, and uh, you can also use your favorite uh, podcast catcher to be able to uh 
uh, sign up for that to show up automatically. Um, we're still getting some of the uh, technical stuff figured out. Uh, right now, the former uh, coordinator for the Handy Hand program is still having to put the stuff up because everything is associated with an email account of his. So uh, we're still working on getting that all moved over where I can have access to it. But uh, he's taking care of that right now in the meantime while we get that all, get the logistics of that figured out. And... Uh, yeah, sometimes the podcast has some things that aren't in the weekly e-letter and vice versa. So uh, if, if you listen and read, you'll find that I refer to things that either are or aren't in one or the other. So uh, you get to hear about it. And for some reason, whatever, some people just don't want to read it themselves. They want me to read it to them. So I guess they want to make me work. <laughs> well, the, the the podcast version is always nice because you can listen to it any time and you can just set it up to automatically download and and then whenever you uh you have the time you can you can pop that up and, and that's what most of our listeners do um is uh, they actually listen uh, to the show sometimes two three four weeks later and uh they can do that uh, automatically on on all those podcasts so um it's a good option and um if it's not uh, you know live and, and and timely and that kind of thing uh, it, it's a really good option for uh, for getting information out so we uh, we appreciate all of our podcast listeners too and uh, glad to hear that you have that option available and that's it's starting to uh, to really take off so um, glad you have that Okay, again, the phone number is 812-638-4261, 812-NET-HAM-1, and um, give us a call or a tweet. Uh, and we do have a question here from uh, Carl, KD9HQT, um, on the chat, and says, uh, has Handy Hams worked with individuals with developmental disabilities, uh, such as autism, um, since anybody within the U.S. can be an operator regardless of disability and, and their interest toward ham radio um, if they uh, have the capability to get on the air. So um, any uh, developmental type things like autism? Absolutely. Um, interestingly enough, some people with autism do really well on digital modes. Um, that seems to be something that really piques their interest. Um you do have to adjust how you teach for that um, to work with their, basically work with the way that they need to learn. Um, and that's one of the things that we have the ability to do within the program is to adjust things um, to teach it in the way that needs to be done for a specific individual. Uh, in particular at camp, we, we often will uh, pair people one-on-one -on -one uh, in some cases, people with autism do really well simply working with a question pool, and then um, once they've got that, then we can pair them with somebody to begin to get some understanding of the technology. So you have to take people and kind of assess where they're at, what they want to do, um, where, where their interest lies, and then use that to figure out what area of amateur radio would fit best. And one of the nice things about amateur radio is it's a really broad hobby. There's lots of different things that you can do in it, and usually there's something that'll work. All right, very good. Well, Carl, thanks for uh, sending that question in, KD9HQT. 
and um, we can uh, we can get you some more information on that if you uh, if you need that. But uh, sounds like uh, there are some uh, things available from Handy Ham. So again, check them out at handyham.org. H a n d i h a m dot o r g, and uh, Lucinda Moody, A B eight W F, is our guest tonight. Uh, let the the choir out a little early to to be with us, so we we appreciate that. We've got uh, time for uh, another uh, call or two, maybe. Um, so again, eight one two six three eight four two six one. It spells eight one two net ham one. If you have a question for us, or give us a tweet, or um, if you're on Spreaker, you can uh, get on the chat like Carl did and uh, and uh, text uh, something to us there. So uh, let's hear from you. And um, you know, there, there's a lot of things that um, can be done. You know, you mentioned the uh, the keyer with the foot. Uh, I remember. Um, helping um a ham uh, again as a, as a child growing up that that uh, you know didn't have uh much control with his arms and, and used his foot just as a, as a like a straight key and just had a strap on there and slide the shoe in and 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 send and um that really enjoyed code um even though um, you know, it had to be adapted a little bit. Um, really enjoyed working CW and, and doing that. And, um, again, you know, using the, um, the, uh, adaptive technologies like the voice synthesizer and, and, uh, knobs that have some, you know, positions to them and, and, uh, uh you know, things that you can remember and, and set, uh, really, uh, really made a big difference. And so, um, um, handy hams can, can help you figure that out as well. And, and I know the camps, uh, are real popular. I've, I've heard about those, uh, for a long time. And, uh, why don't you kind of talk us through what maybe a typical day at, at camp would be? Well, it's probably a little different than the camps you went to as a kid. <laughs> Because uh, we uh, start out in the morning, um, if you're at Courage North, you usually start out in the dining hall first thing in the morning uh, with coffee and chit-chat with everybody. Uh, it's kind of the place together early in the morning while you wait for breakfast. And uh, once breakfast is over, classes start. And uh, depending on if you're, if you're studying for a license exam, then there will be an intense review that goes on during that week. You are expected to come to camp having already studied, because we can't possibly teach you everything in a week. Um, but we do reviews, um, offering people the ability to get their hands on stuff that helps them understand the concepts um, behind amateur radio, what makes things work, and that kind of thing, so that you're not just memorizing answers. Um, and actually developing the ability to understand. And then if you, say, already have whatever license you want and you want to get on the air, we're going to have a class for that. And you may go into a classroom where you work on getting on the air, talking to as many stations as possible, practice calling CQ and see how fast you can build a pileup, that kind of thing. Um, and then... For people that are interested in something else, we there will be classes on things like digital modes, um, 
maybe building an antenna for direction finding. Uh, because, by the way, there there is uh, direction finding for people who are blind or visually impaired. And it also can be a handy skill to have in that situation. It's actually saved a few of our members. Um, so you may get into something like antenna building. You may get into something like kit building. Um, maybe even a lecture on more advanced antenna theory, that kind of thing. So depending on where you're at depends on what class you go to. And you're going to basically be in class to lunch. Um <laughs> And then uh, after lunch, that's usually when our volunteers have a break. We'll try to have a, a couple of volunteers paired with the radio so that there's somebody that wants to get on during break, they can. Other than that, the rest of the volunteers get a couple hours off to uh, rejuvenate before the afternoon classes start. And in the meantime, there's usually some camp activities. Um, you may go out on the water and operate the radio on a pontoon boat. Um, you might have a chance to uh, just... Um, get out and do a little bit with the camp staff, um, the non-amateur radio staff. And then somewhere 3, 3.30, you're back at it in the classroom. So uh, you're there till supper time. And then after supper, we tend to uh, do things like um, jam sessions. We have some pretty good musicians in uh, the Hanham group. And uh, we always encourage people to bring their instruments to radio camp. And so we'll get some pretty good jam sessions going. Um, usually we try to have a couple of volunteers available so people can get on radios if they need assistance there. And kind of kind of get a chance to relax a little bit in the evening before the next morning you start it all over again. So it's a little different in that uh, you do a bunch of work, but people tend to have the time of their life. Very good. Sounds like a very rewarding experience and uh, and hope that uh, you're able to bring that back soon so well lucinda that's uh that's going to be it for tonight but thank you so much for uh taking time to come on and talk to us about handy hams and uh well one other thing i guess real quick before we go do you have any big plans for the 50th anniversary celebration well, right now, we've kind of been limited. Normally, we would have had a very large radio camp, but seeing how I just came on this summer, we were way too late to do that. So we're working on celebrating 50 and year 51. Um, and we've been doing a lot in our e-letter, just kind of um, going back into the archives of the program, letting people uh, read articles that are 20, 30, 40 years old, and that's been kind of fun, too. So, And hopefully... In the next six months, we're going to roll out a whole new website. So uh, we'll, we'll get some stuff in there for the 50th. All right. Very good. Well, thank you so much uh, for coming on and telling us all about Handy Hams and the services that are available. And, again, if you want to check that out, that's H-A-N-D-I-H-A-M.org. And uh, you can get a hold of the staff there and... Uh, and get some uh, some assistance for some of these things. So uh, thank you for coming on, and that is a wrap for this week's edition of Ham Talk Live. So thanks to uh, Lucinda Moody, AB8WF, and uh, everybody out there in cyberspace for listening, and uh, to Carl for uh, chatting in uh, this evening. And invite you back next Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Christian Kudnick, K0STH, the host of 100 Watts and a Wire, will be here. And he's going to talk about Fallout 2. It, it, it's the sequel 
the second uh, year of the fallout uh, activity on the air. So um, that's coming up next weekend. So uh, we'll be talking about that and talk to Christian a little bit and take your calls. So uh, be sure to tune in for that next Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. And for a list of all of our upcoming guests, uh, be sure to visit hamtalklive.com. So for now, this is Neil Rapp, WB9VPG, saying 7375, and may the good DX be yours. Well, you came right back to my CQ call. You read ability five and strength nine. You never once mentioned your weather at all And I didn't mention mine We talked and talked for hours and hours I completely forgot you're a ham I don't know your power or the height of your tower Frank, 